Hi everyone, it's Joe here from Lawn Solutions Australia and welcome to another episode of Turf Talk where it's celebrity guest day today, Charlie Albone. Yeah. <laughs> this is hey, celebrity. <laughs> celebrity. Hey, been? Been good? I've been very well. Yourself? That's good. Been going well, thank you. Now, we're going to spend the next little bit just getting a, a, a bit of a dive into, into your world, what you've been okay. up to and what's been going on because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's been plenty. You're a very busy person uh, wearing a lot of different hats. So... Let's start with the biggest hat, I think, which is probably Better Homes and Gardens yes. for you now. How's that um, How's that been ticking along and, and where's it taking you lately? I absolutely love it. I reckon I've got the best job in the world, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, we do 46 episodes a year, though, so it runs all the time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So the only time we really get off is middle of December to the middle of January. And we right. film two to three days a week. Not a bad time to get off, but hey. Not the, I mean, it is the best time to, <laughs> yeah. to get off for sure. Yeah. But I mean, there's that constant having to, yeah. to do stuff. So I love it because it takes me to some of the most amazing gardens mm. you've ever seen. Like I get privileged to walk around and, and talk about them. I get to basically do my landscape job on camera and just <laughs> say, this is how, how you do it. So yeah. it's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, next week, I'm going to far north Queensland for a week. Oh, wow. Just have a look around and hang yeah. out with Joe Griggs. So yeah, it's, it's a great job. So like, you can't complain. The hour-long episode, like how long does it actually take? Is it a four-week sort of thing or a couple uh, of days? So or? normally, I mean, there's 74 different presenters on the show. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a lot of us. Um, but well, I normally do about six minutes of story and that will take between two to three days to film. Wow. Unless it's a walk around and that, that will take a day. So, yeah. yeah. So a lot involved still, isn't there? There's still a lot involved, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. so, we're making over gardens and spaces, so you still need to do it properly. You can't just put one coat of paint on the fence. Yeah. You know, I can. You know, I have to go away <laughs> yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. 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 So this, I reckon this will be a common question. So yeah. how much of the actual labour... Because you have to do a lot of other things when you're yeah. on site too, so you can't be expected to do everything from start to finish. But do you do more or less than what people think generally? Uh, I think I do more than what people think. Yeah, but I, you know, I can't do everything exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm supposed to be telling the story of how to do it. Yeah, and there is a lot of help in the background. You know, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a beast, and there's a lot of amazing people in the team that that make it happen. But. I do as much as I can. I love doing the planting side of stuff and, mm. and that kind of stuff. The building stuff, you just you can't get it all done in the time we have. So there are other people that help, yeah. Because I got a shock because I spent a bit of time on a on a shoot you guys were doing in Sydney when I dropped some turf off as a as an extra raking, raking soil in the background. Um, it was a good day. But I got a shock because you, you don't think when you see on TV, like you just said before, you don't realize you actually have to build those gardens and they have to be really, really well built and sustainable. So you, you do quite a lot of work when you're there like it's a big day yes yeah yeah yeah. and you feel bad like i i have the experience i know what i'm doing so i'm not just going to stand there and watch other people do it yeah i'm going (laughs) to join in and everyone wants to go home as early as possible yeah it's still work so you want to get it done so you kind of get yeah i want to get done so that's your full-time job yeah yeah that's one of them yeah it's it's one of them so and 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 traveling around is it is it because you get to travel around with your wife a bit, who's on the show now too. Well, she's on the show, but we hardly ever work together. Okay. Um, we were actually doing, uh, we do one crossover a year normally, one or two where we work together. Right. And the last one we did, she got COVID, so could only do half the story. Okay. So all of a sudden she disappears and <laughs> I had to do all her stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah, um, yeah. That's good, so but it, you know it's nice that we both know what each other's going through during the day yeah and we can kind of plan around it yeah and do the, is it always somewhere totally different or do they localize it a little bit so you might be filming in sydney this month or you might go they there. try and keep it in sydney if possible do they uh, yeah. within like a 50k radius of sydney yeah they try and keep it just because of it's where all the cameramen are yeah. all the producers are you know it just makes life easier but like i said i'm going to far north queensland next week yeah so. And I went to Alaska last year. And, I saw that. Uh, yeah. Did, yeah. 
And is are you doing the same sort of thing each time or not in Alaska, I'm not building garden beds. Yeah. <laughs> Other than when you go to the coldest place on earth, do you, yeah. are you doing the similar sort of thing when you're working around Sydney? Like is it the same sort of build or as in my own business? Or? As in though the gardens on better homes. Is it like a similar sort of thing each time or do they make you do something weird it, and wonderful? We try and do different things each episode and yeah. stuff that hasn't been done on the show for at least a couple of years. Yeah. You know, um, and trying to get through the problems people have in mm. their gardens to inspire them to to fix it. Yeah, that's the idea. But you know, like next next or this week, I should say, I'm I'm building. You know, what happens if you've got shallow soil? How do you get a garden yeah, there? Okay. So you, yeah. you know, you can do contouring. You can build it up with garden beds. So just yeah. kind of giving people those options. Yeah. And do you get a fair bit of say in what goes in where? Do you like sometimes? So I work with a researcher who yeah. comes up with the ideas and pitches them to the producers who know what all the stories are in the show and if yeah. it's going to fit or not. Yeah. And then they might come to me for some plant advice or something like that. But there's yeah. times when you turn up and they're like, hey, we're painting this door like purple. And you're yeah. like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I'd known about this. Got my name on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that, that's life. It's, the idea is to show people as many different options in the garden as they can because mm -hmm. my one style is going to get boring for people to watch the whole time. So they need to see all these different styles to hopefully inspire them. Yeah, yeah, cool. Now, yeah. you... you um, do a really good job on there and the stuff you guys do is, is great and it's not only the thing that I like about it is it's not only just doing nice gardens all the time there's so many good stories behind it too and helping people out and yeah. I've seen that a lot lately on there so yeah yeah it's really nice to help people that really need it or maybe can't afford it themselves mm -hmm. but you know you can just look at their garden you know how much it's going to improve their lives by just doing simple things for yeah. them so that's that's nice and and on the garden building some more, um, I'm sure a lot of people who listen to this saw it, but you, you built something pretty cool at Mifkus this year, the mm. Melbourne International Flower and Garden Show. Why don't, yeah. you, um, why don't you tell us a little bit what was behind that design? Yeah, so um, I, was, I work with Rich Grow as well, um, and they make potting mixes and composts and all that kind of mm. stuff. And they said, we want to do a garden at, at Mifkus, and I was like, great, because I've you know, wanted to go back since 2017. And they're like, but we want to do it all in pots, like all containers. And I thought, oh, that could just look super twee and then i started thinking well why don't i take that literally and go buy a couple of shipping containers and turn them into something you could use in the garden so that's how the, the garden came around and one shipping container was like an outdoor dining space which had a hanging fireplace uh, we opened up the side so you could see all the planting there was a central courtyard with a big kind of cooking grill amazing lawn mm -hmm. step over a water feature into the the second container which was more of like a lounge space with a green wall and then I thought well that's not enough work I might as well do a spiral staircase and do a rooftop garden that no one can go and see and yeah. have a barbecue area up there yeah. Uh, so yeah a lot went into it and um, you went all right didn't you we, no not too bad look yeah. I, I've, I've never got a gold medal at a garden show so I was really happy that it got a gold medal but yeah. it also got best plant life and best in show so you so. pretty much everything Almost. best in show is the big one that's the big it? one yeah, gold, yeah. so gold's gold's great gold's great but yeah. with garden shows like uh, the idea is everyone could possibly win a gold. Yeah. So it's not like there's first, second, third. Oh, okay. There's yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're good enough, you can get enough points, you get a gold medal. Yeah. If you don't, you get silver gilt, then you get silver, then you get bronze. Right. But there's only one best in show. And, you got and that's the show. one I got. Yeah, cool. So, so yeah. for those that saw it, it looks like a, a garden that's been there for years. Like that's the idea behind yeah. it. Even the grass, you used unmown Sagrange, which yeah. which popped up and look and looked really, really cool too. But Give us a little bit of background onto the actual build. And I've seen this firsthand a number of times and how hectic and crazy it is. Yeah. So what kind of timeline do they give you and, and how do you get in there and get it done? Like when you're doing a Chelsea Fire show, you get a bit of time. You get 21 days. So mm -hmm. that's fine. In Melbourne, you get nine days. So there's a hell of a lot of planning. <laughs> you're building something very similar, 10 by 10 space. Yeah. But you got nine days to do it. 
Um, so there's a lot of prefab that went on. So all the containers were prefabbed and paved and all that sort of stuff and craned in. Mm -hmm. But Melbourne's really difficult because it's a heritage site. You're not allowed to dig in the ground. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. you've, you've got to protect the ground at all costs. We built a big, massive deck to put our lawn on. Mm -hmm. You know, it had to be solid. So there's so much that goes into it. I took a team from from Sydney, my, my construction team at the time. We went and stayed in a the worst house in Melbourne we say it was just absolutely horrible but it was at the time of the F1 so everything was like super yeah, expensive yeah. so yeah I think we spent like 25 grand on staying in this house for two weeks and it was the worst house in Melbourne <laughs> right. it was just like oh my gosh this is horrible should have stayed in the uh, container should have stayed in the <laughs> container yeah with all the possums <laughs> But so you get there at seven in the morning, you kind of work till seven at night for yeah. nine days straight. So it's, it's a solid. flat out experience, isn't it? Like it's crazy. But I was also started my training for Dancing with the Stars at the same time. Right. So I was trying to get as fit as possible for that because I didn't want the physical side of it to let me down. So I was getting up at half four, going to the gym, working out, and then going and building this garden till like eight o'clock at night. Then going and living in this horrible share house with nine other guys that were like, I didn't drink because I wanted to stay focused, who were yeah. like getting on, on the boost, like yeah. guys do after work. So yeah. it was just a hectic time. Bloody hell. And yeah. then, and you, I'd imagine you would, were you filming at the same time or you got a break from filming during mm. that? I got a break from filming, but we obviously filmed the show at Mifka's. Yeah. yeah. So they then were also filming the behind-the-scenes story of how did I build the garden as one story. Yeah. And then there was the show of obviously, because we did so well, there was a lot of involvement lot of around filming it. So mm -hmm. we were doing a story on the garden and we still had like the final cleanup to do and mm -hmm. the judges are walking towards us and they're like, you've got to get off and there was cameras there and it was just like, yeah. I, I still need to mop, I still need to rake <laughs> and it was just kind of mind-blowing. I didn't, I think I put a bit too much on, and I was just like, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So, in, in that design, is that totally you, or yep. so that's one hundred percent your design? Yeah. And with the build, I know you said it, it's sun up to sun down sort of stuff. Are you there every day? Like, are you yes. your eyes over everything? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you don't want to let anyone. Else I mean, I wasn't building anything because I needed to keep an eye on everything mm -hmm. and make sure everything was the way it was and you just get pulled in too many directions like what do you want to do here yeah. how far apart do you want these screws do you want them all to line up that kind of more of a project managing more of, of a project managing with my construction manager but then I also did all the planting or helped with all the planting as well so right. that's kind of what I really love doing yeah. so that's kind of what yeah how I did it and where can people check that out if they haven't already the Mifkus website would have it uh, there, Mifkus website my yeah. website Inspired Exteriors would have it yep. there's, a, there's a project folder there for it so just google Mifkus 2023 is that yeah, what you were in yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it'll pop up you going back next year no no you don't no. have to do do you uh, it's, just, yeah. it's an expensive exercise to yeah. do um I think I might be designing the lawn solution stand. Okay. Possibly. Oh, cool. Uh, so I'll be there, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I won't be building a garden myself, I think. Uh, because I won um, Mifkus, they've invited me to put a proposal in for Singapore Garden Show, oh, which yeah. is in August. Yeah. So I think I'll... Might look at something like that. Might do that, yeah. And what's the cost? So they're not, they're not big sites. How big did you say the site was before? 10 by 10. 10 by 10. What's it cost to put something like that? Uh... Ours was 160 grand. Wow. Okay. You get some of it from the organisers and yeah. some of it from sponsors, but yeah. no, nowhere near it. And that. most of the st like you've got to try and arrange stuff to get donated, I'm guessing, to that. And in turn, there's, yeah. a, there's a promotion. So it would have cost a lot more if yeah. I didn't get given free barbecues, free grills. Yeah. All the paving was from Eco Outdoor. Yeah. That was all given to us. Yeah. So that doesn't include all that stuff. Yeah. So you think to build something like that would probably be 
around 300 grand. And what's the bump out on something like that? Like how two do you, days. Two days. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And you got to yeah, you got to restore everything to pristine how it was. Yeah. 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 Rake the grass off like yeah. perfectly, not a screw left. Yeah. 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 Righto. And so Singapore. Yeah. Like, have you started? Like I haven't even started putting a concept together for that. I've just given them my, they've invited me. They said, we, we want you. Can yeah. you send us your portfolio and we'll put it in. And But they pretty much said I can go and do it. What's the timeline on putting a, designing a garden like that? Um, so that's in August and they fly you out. You work with a local contractor, so you yeah. don't build anything. They pay you to do the okay. design yeah. and they, they fly you out once to meet with the contractor. Yep. The contractor deals with it and then you go out to help with the build. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you still go out there and oversee. You're still yes. on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. In the very humid weather. In a very humid yeah. weather. I was going to say, be a lot, yeah. a lot, um, a lot different to to building a garden. Yeah, but I've worked in Singapore before, so I've okay. I've done some work in the lobby for the Shangri La. So we yeah. renovated that for them, and mm. because we did this like artistic green wall hanging rock piece, mm. I was like, I can't explain to anyone how to do it i need to come and do it with my guys yeah so we we're like oh it'll be fine it's in the lobby it'll be air conditioned but the lobby was being reno- renovated and there was no air conditioning. <laughs> just like sweating and sweating oh, i just like about four liters of water of sweat yeah, every day it was do just it. gross couldn't do it and and you and you mifkus the garden itself so we just mentioned briefly before the turf varieties that were on it so yep. how did you get that effect and what were you really going for with the turf what was the what was the statement you were trying to make with well that? one of my pet hates with show gardens uh in Australia is when people put a lawn in, they always use regular sized turf because that's what's available, right? Yeah. But you can see, no one likes the look of a brand new lawn. It's got to mm-hmm. grow in and, and look right. So when I was speaking to you guys, I wanted really big rolls mm-hmm. to try and minimize that. But that also gave me that striped effect. And we did that with Tiff Tough. Yeah, right. And that okay. looked awesome. But yeah. It looked unbelievable. It just came out like a carpet. It was just perfect. Yeah. Lay uh, one roll one way, one roll the other way. It looked yeah. like, the, like the footy grounds did. Yeah. yeah. But then we ended up spending about 45 minutes vacuuming the lawn you know, to get all the dirt. <laughs> just because you got, you got to go for that level of detail. Yeah. Uh, and then we had these mounds, which I wanted to be like living bean bags to sit and relax and enjoy the garden. Mm-hmm. They were so grains that have been left to grow long and yeah. they just looked awesome. So it was left long prior to harvest too. So it was done a little bit, it was obviously done for the show. Yes. Uh, but you, that was showing the effect that people can get by not mowing their zoysia grass. Yes. Yeah. And it was about 300, 350 mil long. Yeah. But it's super soft, deep green, Perfect contrast with the Tiff Tough. So it worked for that perfect that yeah. situation there. Yeah, yeah, it looked awesome. Yeah, cool. Nah, again, people check that out if you haven't already. It looks really, really cool. And it's not only the plants in the shipping container, but you can do some pretty cool things with grass. Uh, you can do some amazing like stuff that. with grass. Yeah, yeah, especially landform. I think there's some amazing um, landscape architects that do stuff with landform. Mm-hmm. Out there. There's like this garden called the Wondrous Garden of, uh, I don't know, some crazy Belgium thing. And it's all these different landforms and landscaping, all with, all with grass. All with turf. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's um, particularly zoysia grass. Like, so grain zoysia has some incredible versatility, as you yeah. can see there. Like, you mentioned you had Tiff Tough, which was cut short and looking good. But you can you can do that with Sagrange, too, and you can just leave it unmown up the side. It'd be, it'd yeah, be, absolutely. I think it's going to be something that's going to get more popular um, in show gardens like that. Absolutely, it will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so further from building gardens, so you, you, you're done Melbourne, you're done, are you doing Chelsea again? Is that something you'd... Uh, that's even more expensive. Is it? <laughs> so okay. So that's stay. like half a million bucks. We'll stay away from that. Yeah. Um, so if someone wants to give me the money, I'm happy to do it. It's just okay. Prospective sponsors, take note. <laughs> so just because you've got nothing else to do, you decided to do Dancing with the Stars mm. as well um, yeah. in amongst 
everything else. So yeah. just to start with that, you said before you had you had to get in pretty good nick before you did it. Yeah. Um, what's the training regime like to get to get in shape for something as rigorous as that? So the fitness I was doing, I was working out six days a week. I was working with this personal trainer. Um, the the workouts weren't too long; they're only about an hour long, but super high intensity yeah. combination of high intensity and weight training, and then this insane diet of basically lettuce, <laughs> lettuce and steak is all I could. I could yeah. eat. But there was this whole science behind the diet, so I just went fully into it and just fully committed to it. Yeah, lost about ten kilos before I yeah. even started, and then you're not a big guy to start with. No, so. no, but they did all they do all this like body fat metric stuff. And I lost ten kilos of body fat and then put on a couple of kilos of muscle. Okay. So that was just like this wild experience as well. And then I started doing six hours of dancing a day for mm. like four weeks. Do they tell you to get in shape? Uh, no, they don't. But mm. I knew, I, like, I know I have no rhythm. Mm-hmm. I know I'm terrible at remembering dancing steps and mm. I knew I was going to be bad. So I was like, I don't <laughs> want the physical side to let me down as well because then it would just be a disaster. Yeah, I wanted okay. to know that I could go and keep doing it if I had to keep doing it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Just get in my head. I, I wanted to know that I could do that. So you get fit. So yeah. you start that a couple of months out from when you... Uh, no, I did that in eight weeks. So yeah, a couple of months. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Intensive. And time like the present. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the actual dance practicing itself. So when you go on to actually perform, yeah. how long have you got to nail that routine so before I've had that. like four weeks of training um, and then they're supposed to film the show in three weeks the whole thing so okay. it's normally like they give you three or four days and then you have to do another dance but the studio flooded and so they had to cram it all into two weeks right so the idea was you had to learn all the dances before yeah. you'd even started the show yeah uh, and by then I realized that I didn't even need to go anywhere near the final stance because I wasn't going to get anywhere near that. And I don't know if you've watched it, but I was I was really bad. I've, like, I've watched bits of it. I haven't watched all of it. I turned savage, it off after half. Right? No, I'm joking. It was um, savage. But it must have been a fun experience. It was like, a wild experience. And I, I did it because I kind of, one, I wanted to do it for my kids, but also like you, not many people get the opportunity to do it. So why not just have a yeah. go? And how old are your kids? They're eight and ten. Now, what was their? They thought I was the best. They're like, why did (laughs) you get off that? Those judges, they're so nasty. (laughs) I was like, mate, I was not the best. They they, they understood the concept of it, but didn't they? They did, yeah. Look, I I knew I wasn't going to be good. I kind of wanted to show them just have a go at stuff, even if you know you're not going to be good. Because you don't know. You might be good at it and you might have fun. I had good fun doing it, but it was intense. Has the uh, the six-day-a-week training maintained post-dancing? I'm kind of doing five days now and I'm eating a lot more of what I want to eat. Yeah. Yeah, Because like you see, you see people when they do it and when you look like you're done, you look like totally gassed. Yeah. Like it's oh, a yeah. pretty it's physically intense. demanding Because it's like hey. two minutes of like high intensity, but you forget to breathe as well. So yeah. <laughs> it's just like, by the end of it, like. <gasps> and how much pressure is on you when they're actually filming the dance? Is it, oh, is, it, is, the it worst. is it as intense as it looks on TV? It's super intense. Yeah. Like whenever I do any filming Better Homes and Guns, it's with people I know, mm. small group. If you get it wrong, you can do it again. Mm. They're like, okay, I know you can't hear the timing because you've proven that in your training, <laughs> but if you don't go on this exact beat, then it's yeah. all over and there's a countdown that you don't hear. You can't stuff up and start again. No. No, no, you get one shot at it. So and it's proper live. It's like proper. A- they, they record it proper live. Yeah. And there's a timer that goes like four, three, two, one, and then the music starts and you just have to do it. And when, as soon as you hear that four, your mind goes into panic. Like yeah. you dressed head to toe in neon. <laughs> you got so much fake tan on you, you stink. And then, it's, and then you start hearing this four, three, two, one, and you just think what on earth you look around there's cameras there's lights there's like a whole audience and it's just like if you you got to do it 
<laughs> and because you, you've re done it, repeated it so many times, your body kind of takes over, but everything's heavy and slow yeah. and just like, this is not what I trained for. And then I messed up a lift and almost dropped this girl on her head. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah. and the more you do, and you're going through it and you're like, this is not going well. It this is not how so I want to do it. And it's just, you got to like, keep going. It's just so hard. A confession, I'm not a dancer. Never have been. I'm surprised by that. N never want to be. And I... Feel like you know when you go places or like even at a wedding or something, you yeah. know, like two people might be watching you and how yeah. uncomfortable and nervous you feel. Yeah, and you got like half the country watching you. That, that's thing. like the first day I walked into training. They're like, "Okay, we're just gonna put on some music and let's just dance." I'm like, "Oh, I'd hate that." Like what <laughs> now? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like with the camera on. Oh. Like yeah, with the camera on, just just start dancing. I'm like. Uh, Isn't that the most awkward? Just like in you the just world? want to leave and cut the ball and <laughs> never die. come like, back. Oh, this is. So, are you like out of home? Are you like going into a full-on training camp for this stuff? Like, are you like no living at home? Like, but is it is it is your life just dancing with the stars? Oh uh, no, I'm still doing better homes. And you're gardens. still doing both. So yeah. I was training on weekends and you know doing better homes and only three days I do that. So yeah, yeah, it's intense. Good few weeks. Yeah, do it again next year. No, I don't think they're going to ask me back for all stars. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. No, you never know. No. You never know. I know, I know. <laughs> um, and then outside of um, all of that, uh, you do a bit of work for us. Yes. Um, so we're here today doing this podcast. What, just so, so people understand, what, what is your involvement with LSA and, and what kind of stuff do you do? Well, I kind of help out with all the, the videos and that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm, I still have a landscape design firm. Yeah. So I'm still very much a landscape designer in, in that sphere. So I think you can use my expertise in the kind of design side. Yep. Um, so that's what I, I try to bring. What's your experience? Again, for those that don't know, you're obviously an ambassador for us. We we're a turf company. What mm -hmm. was your experience with turf prior? Was turf a big thing for you in your projects going into this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every yeah. garden's got a lawn in it. Yeah. Right? And there's very few that, that don't. Yeah. Um, I mean, I... Cutting grass was one of the first things I did as mm -hmm. a gardener, even back in the UK. Yeah. Cutting stripes into a lawn. Yeah. It's just part of a garden. There's plants and there's a lawn. So yeah. it, it's, it, is, it makes a garden. It's a vital ingredient to a garden. I use it in, in, in everything. It's, um, one of the main things a lawn is really great for when you've got a heavily planted garden is to give you that breathing space to enjoy it all, mm -hmm. as well as all the other stuff that it, it does, which is good for a garden. But that's, that's how I like to use it. And since working here, has there been something that's changed for you? Like, is there a certain species that you go now, oh, wow, I put this pretty much in every yeah. garden I can? Uh, I'm a huge fan of Tiff Tough. Yeah. Like, I really like the Sir Grange, but it's only for a specific area. Yeah. And yeah. you need the right client as well because yeah. you've got to get the drainage right, you've got to get the maintenance right, you've, you've got to get it right. When it's right, it looks amazing. Yeah. Tiff Tough is, is super hardy and yeah. a great, fantastic grass. So yeah. I'm, I'm into that at the moment. Yeah. But, you can't go wrong with any of your lawns. Like Sir yeah. Walter is... It's pretty bulletproof as well. You can just yeah. roll it out and it, you know, yeah. gross. But the good thing from your perspective, I suppose, is you've got choice and you've got a bit of versatility in the products now and you can do different things for different projects. Absolutely. It's, it's when you're picking plants for a garden, you've got to get the right plants for that spot, for the, the style of the garden and the mm -hmm. aspect and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Grass is no different. Yeah. When you've got different varieties to choose from, it just, it's like the icing on the cake. It's yeah. Just, pulls it all together and getting people to understand that that grass isn't just grass now is a important thing and i think your mifkas garden did that really really well is mm. you put all this emphasis into a beautiful shipping container lovely plants but 
the turf makes a statement too yeah uh, which is pretty cool and yeah. it softens it all it just make, gives you that kind of nice greenery which mm-hmm. just calms everything down mm-hmm. so yeah so being a busy boy uh, yeah. so what's what's in store uh, for the next sort of 6-12 months a bit of the same sort of thing or? a bit of the same stuff yeah I also I've got a property on the central coast which I renovated at the same time okay. doing all of this <laughs> just stuff. because <laughs> because yeah. we're thinking of selling it and we thought we got to do it up before we do that and yeah now we're not but we did that as well so yeah I think it's just for the rest of the year is just kind of chill a bit, mm-hmm. maybe reflect on all the enjoy stuff your, I've enjoy done. Your enjoy your four weeks off you get over yeah, Christmas yeah, or whatever. Enjoy yeah. the time off and just relax, spend yeah. some more time with the kids, which is good. Well, if you if you want to see more of Charlie, please check out his, his Mifkus garden, but also tune into Better Homes and Gardens mm-hmm. uh, on a Friday night at 7? 7, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock Friday. Friday night. And also if you want, there's a beautiful thing at the moment called Catch Up TV, so you can go back and watch Dancing with the Stars and, and get, <laughs> no. and get I the... I mean, uh, you might only get one or two episodes before yeah, I get voted yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it ends quickly, but no, it's Check that out as well. But um, also, um, he did just touch on it briefly then about his how he came into lawn and mowing stripes um, back in his early days. We did do a podcast. I think it's one of our first episodes mm. where we did your story, uh, yeah. essentially. So if you want to check that out, it's a really interesting one. And, and Charlie's done very, very well for himself over the years. And it's a, it's a credit to the hard work and the skill that he has. But um, I hope you enjoyed that catch-up. Charlie, thanks for coming on. Anytime. And um, we'll, um, we'll see you again on here soon. Will do. nice doing this with a professional. <laughs>